Get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pink Lean and Nicola Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning. Resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you and that's for you to build the big business we are coaching you. Every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done this already, go ahead and share the call, the episode with somebody else. Somebody out there needs to hear Power Start Your Day. And so I want to remind you that if you haven't done this already, go ahead and also join our Power Moves group because that is where we will be going live with our 1,000th episode, and that's where we'll be giving away all those cash and prizes, and we're going to be talking about money because we're helping you discover your financial success code, right? And I'm going to tell you this. We already know that money, money, money is evil. It's bad. It's what have you, all these things that people say, and they even want to quote the Bible on it. It's a few scriptures, but over 800 times the Bible talks about money. And I'm going to pull up a few that probably hear often. So we're going to go to 1 Timothy 6 and 10, Proverbs 13 11, and we're going to go to Ecclesiastes 10, 19. Now, you know I'm going to reference my favorite, Deuteronomy 8, 18, but you can keep that in your heart. But let's go to the Lord today because we got to talk about money. It's necessary. Because I want to know what's blocking your bank. You need to know what's blocking your bank. And we got to stop blocking your bank. Let's go. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you've made, and we're glad we're joyous. We're here in the land of the living. Heavenly Father, as we are making our petitions made known, the first thing we want to do is ask your Holy Spirit to help us open up our heart and our mind that we will be able to truly understand your word. Basic instructions before leaving this earth help us not just consume it, but help us to be your word. As you made us in the likeness of your image. I want to talk about this subject so misunderstood by too many of your believers. But when you say misunderstood, because they don't have enough of it most of the times or what we do have, we're not good stewards. And so we need your help, Holy Spirit. Help us here at Power Start Your Day and have your way. And you will show us how to handle the resources that you've given us, that we will understand them in the proper priorities, and that we'll walk in a prosperous way in every way. Help us walk into the abundance that Jesus died for 
and put good use to what you've given us. Dear Lord, right now we know that you reign on the just and the unjust. Because all of your creation have rights to what you created to help those, the least of these, that they will connect the dots and understand how to be better protectors, generators, foes of wealth. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So good morning, good morning, good morning. I know this is probably going to, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to do to you. I just know what I was told to do. And this is part of the direction that uh, Power Start Your Day is going to be going into because there is something where for ages, Powerful information falls on ground that does not produce growth. And I pray for you, and I pray for your family. And, you know, I know some people be like, well, no, I'm doing way better because of Power Start Your Day. And I want you to share in Power Moves Group that you're doing so, but there's still so many more that, we want to make sure that we're going back for our sisters and brothers and helping them understand that money is a necessity and it's a resource, but never your source. And so when we put it in proper priorities, nobody has to think of money as the boogeyman, like anyone who has money, some type of evil is behind it, these six and ten, because I need you to um, take note and go back and read it yourself. Don't just paraphrase it. Um, it says, for the love of money is a root. I'm reading it specifically now. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. That pause was on purpose. Let's go to Proverbs thirteen eleven. This honest money dwindles away. But whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. Ecclesiastes 10 and 19. A feast is made for laughter. A wine makes merry, but money answers everything. Now, I'm going to tell you, if, if, if you were like maybe a new Bible reader, only reading the Bible in the Logos word, meaning only what words are being written, but you're not attaining or reading with the intention of the Holy Spirit, the living word, the rhema word, there could be all sorts of confusion around 
money. There is. When we start to think about 1 Timothy 6.10, I want you to, to, to really think in your spiritual. You all have it, okay? I, when I hear people like, oh, I'm not really that, you know, close to God. How can you not be close to God? He's everywhere. Not be on him. But you can change that at any time. Don't let anyone tell you that things that you've done that you can't turn your heart to God and start working on getting it right. Because anyone who would ever give you that idea, more than likely they got a lot of things they got going wrong themselves because that's not what the word says. But it says, for the love of money is a root. It didn't say it was the only root. It says a root of all kinds of evil. So it doesn't mean. So two ways it didn't say it was the root of every evil. And it says first, which some, it didn't say all, have strayed away from their faith and all in their greediness. It didn't say everybody strayed away and it didn't say everybody is greedy. And pierce themselves through with many sorrows, basically self-inflicted, right? It didn't say, like, the money is the reason. It said they got greedy, and then they start cutting up, acting a fool, and now here come a bunch of unnecessary problems. But when you start to think about love, it's something that you're thinking about all the time. And let me tell you something. People who don't have a lot of money think about it all the time, too. They think about what they don't have. Not even understanding that that's helping to perpetuate that they won't have. Like it's a priority. If if that is, even with everything you do in life and business, it's like, well, how much are they paying me? When we're like, on the job, I don't do nothing extra. They ain't paying me for that. See, money flows in abundance with giving and gratitude. And and so when you start to also look at where it says Proverbs thirteen eleven, dishonest money dwindles away but who gathers money little by little makes it grow. It tells you basically this when I share about the power of compounding. Albert Einstein said it's the eighth wonder of the world. And, and, and then when people are wanting to get money and everything, nothing's happening fast enough, they ain't working hard enough. And then they may compromise. I got to cut a corner here. We're not talking about strategies that make you more efficient and whatever. I'm talking about the compromise, the things that people Believe nobody knows, but the Bible had to know it. Proverbs written by King Solomon, how long ago, nothing new under the sun, and he's laying out here that this honest money dwindles away, and he is still the richest man who ever lived, and he's giving these tips. This is where I learned the most about money is the Bible. And then it seeks out when I read, I can say, okay, this aligns with the Bible, because when you start to now go into, and it says, okay, but Ecclesiastes 10, 19, hey, if feast 
is made for laughter, wine makes merry, but money answers everything. It's saying that money can provide some resource to make things easier. Is that true or not? But it needs to be a priority. Because when gathering money over time is not a priority, that's the word that said that now. So you're building up, whether in a career, you take the money, you save it, and then now you go ahead and invest it. Go to Ecclesiastes 11, go read about that. And there's no way that in Deuteronomy 8 and 18 that God says that I am the one who gives you the ability to gain wealth. He didn't just say cash. That sounds like long money to me. I was trained that wealth was how long can you go on the money you have without working. And so when you look at your bank account right now and you look at what your relationship with money is, like who gets your money, when you get money, who gets it first? Are you paying yourself first within giving to, for me, whether it's your ties or whether you're giving it to the kingdom, for me, the foundation, giving to help other people, and then now you give it to where your money can accumulate and compound an interest, and then what's left over, everything, everybody else get paid. You start in that area. I go, let me tell you, I do. 30% off the top is going toward where the source is, investment, and into my business because you got to feed what funds you. Is that where your money goes? Are you feeding where the fund to come from? I start to distribute a month, okay, the priorities, the bills, whatever have you. But that 30% is what's going to and what has let that 70% flip, start having way more money than your bills and start really building wealth. Now, how I start your day is going to be going in a direction where helping you build your empire with your life. you got to get the life in order so that you will have your head in order, your priorities in order, and still know that you're not missing nothing. By having priorities, it's going to create a life with less lack. That means having fun with who you want to and when you want to about the insecurities of where people hang around folks that they know mean them no good. Maybe because they have more money or because they think they're going to get something from it or whatever. You know, all, the, all the sacrifices that are made when you're not secure enough in your mind, in your finances. This is what I want us to look at. Because I know some people might be like, oh, money... I mean, money is not everything. Well, let me ask you a question. And I've asked this to even Kaden. Kaden, Mom, can you go to GameStop? They need money. They want some money. After you look around, they want you to pick up and buy something. Okay. We're going to Walmart, whatever. You walk out of there without giving them money. 
got to feed the kids. Okay, you walk out there without giving them money. Somebody got some problems. We're in challenging times. It's only been so long can the government hold the people back and say, for you not to pay rent, mortgage, uh, your overhead, they want money. You want to go on and build your business and market your business, and you say, hey, Mr. Zuckerberg, he gives you something to do halfway free where you can post and get some people. But he, he cuts that off now. Now he wants money, too. He, he's not letting everybody see everything. I post for free. Then why is this not a more common conversation? But now you get your leg up, and now you got to start dodging the folk who don't understand that they need to protect, grow, generate, and grow money. The Bible tells us that we're supposed to gather money and grow it. Then it tells us that we got to cast our bread upon water. Seven day, eight streams of income. You don't know when one thing is up, the other is down. So this is this simple answer to when you have one stream of income and you're trying to fund every area of your life. You're trying to fund for today. You're trying to fund from yesterday, the mistakes you made from yesterday, and you're trying to fund for your future. Off of one stream of income, we're always going to run short. So then now, because we have a lack of understanding, everybody's posting, I got multiple streams of income, and one going to cut one other one off, or you don't have a plan to replace the, the one that may, if it's a transition, these types of things need to have. We need to have more regular conversations about it. And we're going to do that along with your life because let's say, for instance, that no one's talking about money. I don't know about you, but growing up, that was one of the main things, and it is it continues to be one of the main things that breaks down the family unit. Then how is our life looking now? How many people are still recovering from broken families? And now we call that the norm, but we don't want to talk about money as the norm, causing us to Stay behind the curve. How can you be an owner without money? If you're not an owner, if you're going to be the head and not the tail, and if you're going to be the lender and not the borrower, how can we think that that has nothing to do with money? That might be their largest chunk of their income going towards rent. And your rent, even if it's a temporary situation, you need to be the re- you need to have, be in total reality of the temporary situation, that that rent is building the wealth for someone else, not for you and your family. And so when we understand that, what's stopping you from owning? There's some sort of block, some sort of priority that has not been taken care of. 
for you to go into ownership. Because if you're old enough to rent, you're old enough to own. And so what I want us to do is let's think about these blocks here. And and I, I want you to know that it must be a priority. You know, all you got to do is go check your bank account over the last 90 days, and it'll tell you who and what you love because your money is going to tell you. It says where your, pars, your purse is, your heart is also. And when we now go and look at that, and we're saying that, look, they said $60,000 is necessary for a person to even consider financial security in America. But to me, that sounds like for one person. If you are in a household where you might be earning 60K, but you got five or six other miles to feed, I'm not sure how far that's going to go. That's going to average out to 10000 a year per person. How far can that go? That definitely is not going to allow if you have two children to be in, in the best schools or you have choices for schools. Now, what you got to know is you're going to have to take what anybody wants to give you. The choices are slimmer without money being a priority, but it can be a priority without money being your God. Money will never be your master. It was intended for you to master money. You're supposed to call the shots with money. If you don't have enough money, money is calling the shot for you because then now you'll do things that you don't really care to do for money. I bet you some people are having a different idea about for the love of money. That's not all for all rich people. Go back and read it. I've heard a lot more people who are in lack of money do evil in the attempt to get money, to judge them. That's not right. But it's because somewhere along the way they didn't hear the truth about how to accumulate, where to get the money. And that's where the rest, under rest is in our country, in our world, when you got 67% of people that are not financially literate. And when you have only 5% of people that can get above a six-figure income, and now with me, when I learned about, started saying, I got to get this idea thing going on with money. I got to understand more about this. And realizing six-figure income with six miles of feed, that's not that better off than 60K with 10K per person in the house. Now, when we start to look at this, I want you to know that these blocks, when you start to pay attention to even the mind around money, if you are a person nervous when it comes to picking up the bill, if you're sitting around, you having a great dinner, and you, when the bill come around, you hold your purse tight or you sit real hard on your wallet or you go to the bathroom. You think that anyone who makes money is lucky? They got to come up. They had to hook up. Things like, I can't afford to do that. I can't afford that. Somebody gets a, oh, must be nice, must be nice. 
You got some money blocks. You see somebody overly ambitious, they doing too much all the time. That's that's your answer. If we were to stop looking at what everyone else was doing and we really started focusing on what we ourselves are doing when it comes to money, what would happen if people started really mining their own business when it came to money? I believe that there would be a burst of prosperity happening. And I believe that there are people who will understand and if they can say, wow, millennials are going to need $2 million banked up to retire. Is it safe to say that $200,000 even in your bank account ain't enough for you to retire? If you live 10 years, that's 20000 a year. Who's talking like this to our – I need us to know that this is real talk, and I want to prepare you. You know, it's time to start your day, go on, and we're having these challenging financial times, and as we're working on our prayer life and we're working on our mind, we better use our health and our strength and our mind and the resources, accumulate money, and do the right things with it. I am in circles where money is just growing. They're not saying, oh, money don't grow on trees. They're like money grows everywhere. There are literally strategies where the most money is made off of the peril of others. Like right now, When the market is down, do you know what that means to investors? It's like the Macy's one-day sale. Let's get there early and buy up as much as we can. But is that what we're doing? You got to protect your money. You got to go out there and generate income, don't hem and haw about marketing your business and working your business and putting money in yourself and into your business. You're hesitating on things that can possibly help you grow and full-fledged on things with no return of investment. We're going to continue this conversation as we're going into our thousandth episode. We're going to be talking about business because this new era, the only way you could even think about your bank, there's so much more to talk about, especially we have the Power and Money Summit. I have some powerful, powerful people coming to educate. If you want to stay tuned with that, we're going to be announcing that at the thousand episodes and details, but when you start to think about that, so many facets of money that are that's basic. It doesn't. You don't have to be rocket science to understand this stuff. So many people without the information. 
Even as simple as I'm talking to my banker, say, hey, many people don't know how to even maximize banking resources. So many free banking resources that people don't know how to maximize their banking relationship. We need to help our average person. Doesn't matter if you got $10 in the bank, there's some things available to you that can help you grow. The head's hanging down. anymore. Lost my train of thought. I see you soon. I need you to get those people in the Power Moves group. There's going to be a change going on. And I don't want to do it without you, but I will. For God has laid on my heart and the charge that he's given me, this is way bigger than me all the time. It's always way bigger than me because my heart is pure towards his people. Get out there, go build your business today, go add some value, and be intentional about up-leveling your lifestyle as you're discovering your financial success code and you're realizing you need to protect, generate, and grow more money. Let's get to work.